burnout has been recognized as a legitimate medical issue. And this week, my guest, Dr. Gantz Ferris, talks about the ME method, a process that he's developed that helps people take control and manage their lives and avoid burnout. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is a production of Roundpeg, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. And today, we're going to be talking about me. Okay, we're not really going to be talking about me, but we're going to be talking about the me method developed by Dr. Gantz Ferns. And he is both a psychologist with more than 20 years of experience in the field, as well as someone who has been through the process of therapy. And so he's really had an opportunity to look at this from both sides. And we are so excited to have you on the show today. Hey, thanks, Lorraine. I really appreciate you being here. So Dr. Ferentz, as we were talking offline, we were talking about this me method that you developed. And I would really love if you would share just a little bit of the story of sort of how you came to this method, and then we can talk in more detail about how business owners can apply it to their lives. Sure. Well, like many business owners, I have been a real go-getter and very conscientious about the work I do and about like making sure the people that I serve are getting taken care of. And what happened to me early in my career was that I'd, I'd finished my coursework for my PhD. I was still working on my dissertation. And I'd been working quite a bit looking for an outfit uh, in, in one city, but we had satellite offices in several other smaller towns around the city. So I spent a lot of time on the road. And one day I woke up and I did, couldn't recognize where I was. I, I did not know where, uh, like what, what city I was in, what the room was. It was really, really scary. And what was really scary was that I'd had like a headache for about two weeks before that. So I was really worried that I'd had a stroke. Fortunately, it wasn't a stroke, but it was a very big work wake-up call about how I was living my life, the amount of energy I was putting in, and how unbalanced I was living. And so that really had me uh, take seriously this whole concept of burnout and what it does to people's emotions, their physical health, their productivity, all those different things. And so that led me to come up with the system that I call the me factor. And the me factor really helped me. It's, it's something I put together so that I could remind myself to do these things, whether mm-hmm. I felt like it or not. It's a, it's a system so that I know what to do. It's like an instruction manual so that I know what to do to look after myself so I don't go down that burnout path anymore. And what I found is that it helps me keep not just away from burnout, but helps me keep positive and productive and has my relationships and my businesses working the way they need to work. So you have written a post Uh, your blog recently, and I'm really going to recommend to everyone that you guys at the end of this show, check out AskDrGantz.com. There's just so much great info there. But the one that really intrigued me was this blog post on the four steps to beating burnout. Let's kind of go through some of that to really give people a flavor for sort of your approach and things they can do to prevent burnout. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, the first thing is the burnout. What prompted me to write this at this time was that the World Health Organization just recently recognized burnout mm-hmm. as an actual health issue. And so that was a, that's a big deal because, you know, we in the field have been seeing this for a long, long time. But it's, it's one of those things when it's not an official thing, people don't take it seriously. But I'm hoping that people will take it much more seriously now. 
So the, the first thing that it, people can do right away is mm-hmm. stop and take a break. Uh, that might sound super simple and kind of obvious, but what happens in our brain is that when we get into a routine or a rhythm of doing things, we, conti- we tend to continue to do the thing that we're doing, right? Take, making a change actually takes a little more energy than mm. continuing to do the real thing, the, the, the thing you're doing, even though the thing you're doing might mm-hmm. be sapping mm-hmm. your energy. So it's understanding that stopping and taking a break, one, helps you avoid going down into the burnout cycle, but two, actually makes you far more effective and productive at whatever you're doing. I have lived that so often. And we've actually gotten into a habit in the office when the weather is nice, once an hour an alarm goes off and, and we get up and we actually go and walk outside because our office is only 1,300 square feet. So it's not like I can walk around the building. Right. That, that, is, that is brilliant. That is brilliant. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you know, as, as business owners, we've probably all heard of the law of diminishing returns. It's a concept mm-hmm. in economics, right? Basically, how it applies to this is the longer you keep doing the same thing without taking a break, the less effective you get at doing that thing. So we have to put in more energy, the effort is, is more, and our productivity and our results are not as good. So every time you stop, you take a break, you reset, and you get back mm-hmm. to that really fat part of the curve where you are actually the most effective. So it's it's a productivity tool, but it's also a tool to help your physiology and your mind to avoid burnout. Awesome. Okay, so the next thing you had mentioned here was this stopping and asking, is it working for me? <laughs> what do you mean by that? So that is actually the, it's pretty much the heart of the me factor system is we have to start being conscious and deliberate about the choices we make in our lives. Most of us live our lives mostly unconsciously, right? We, we just get into routines, we get into habits, we do, we do things because we've always done that way or because that's the way we were raised. And when you stop to ask yourself, is this working for me? And by working for me, what I mean is, is this helping me feel good? Is this helping my health move forward? Is it helping my life move forward in a positive way? What you're, what you're actually doing, I joke with my clients about this <clears throat> and I tell them, you're actually pre-doing your midlife crisis in a positive way. So, <laughs> so I love right? that. You're making yourself conscious about what it is you're doing and why you're doing it. So you can ask this of like the shoes you put on today. Are they working for me? You know, actually my feet hurt. And that like, that's a real question because a lot of times you put on shoes, it's like, yeah, my feet are tired. I wonder why. Well, because your shoes don't work anymore, right? Well, but you can ask. Absolutely. But you can ask it about about you know your relationships, how you think, a, a particular way of dealing with life, anything at all. Asking that question is going to help you to become conscious of it, and then you can tweak it, or you can try something different, or you can cut it out altogether. Fabulous. Okay, so. I've taken a break. I've stopped. I've stepped back, and I've asked myself, "Is this working for me?" Now what? What's the third thing that I need to do to really avoid burnout? Well, what I teach in my classes is that clarifying your priorities is the next thing you need to do. We all have priorities, but a lot of times we're not aware of them. We we haven't like consciously, deliberately stated them. And then sometimes when we do state them, 
we actually look at our our actions and and our actions don't line up with what we stated okay so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, um in in the me factor system i've identified seven what i call me factors those are those are internal factors that you need to look after to, to take care of yourself and then four external factors that you need to uh, deal with to take care of sort of yourself and the rest of the world so like your partner your kids if you have them your extended family mm-hmm. and friends and also also work and the rest of the world so if you really think about what is the important, the most important thing in your life, a lot of business owners make work their number one thing and they pour all their energy into work. Or sometimes it's the spouse or it's the kids or, you know, sometimes if you got a, an ailing or aging parent, it's the parent or extended family. And so a lot of energy goes into these particular areas. But the last thing that people usually pour their into it, their energy into is themselves, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And so we tend to get what the, whatever the leftovers are, and there rarely are any leftovers. <laughs> so clarifying what is important is it, it does help you to know where you need to put your energy to be your most effective and also to help you have some longevity in the whole process. Absolutely. And you even said something in your blog post about just practicing saying no yeah. and, and, and being okay with that. And I think, I think that's a problem for everyone. I, I find that women are more likely to take on and take on and take on mm-hmm. and have a harder, an even harder time saying no. Well, that's the truth, right? I mean, it's, it's getting better um, with, you know, more equality mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But typically women are raised to look after everybody right mm-hmm. and it's 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 an unfair setup for you guys right you know and it, it's funny because i was in a workshop one time and i was presenting this and um it was a female participant she stood up and said one thing i learned is that no is a complete sentence and I, said, <laughs> I love that i, I love that <laughs> That, that's a great quote. I love it too, right? And so mm-hmm. I said, yeah, absolutely. There's no need to say anything more than that. And, you know, it's when, when you look at women's self-defense classes, for example, mm-hmm. when they're teaching people to, to fight back and whatever, they teach them to scream no over and over and over while they're mm-hmm. eating the heck out of this poor guy in the, like, the fat suit or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the reason is because there is power in the word no. Mm-hmm. There's power. And so when you're saying no to stuff that does not work for you, and this is why those questions, that question and the clarifying priority is so important. When you can say no to the stuff that doesn't work for you, that means you have room to say yes to the stuff that actually moves you forward. Fantastic. If you flip it around, when you're saying yes all the time, you're automatically saying no to a bunch of stuff, usually the stuff that's most important to you and, and healthy for you. Absolutely. And you had one more that kind of goes, I think, hand in hand with once you clarify your priorities, there's time to feed the goose. What do you mean by that? <laughs> I love this little this little phrase, feed the goose. So, you know, if you remember the little fairy tale mm-hmm. back in the day about the goose that laid the golden egg, right? So a farmer is poor. He's got this one goose. He goes out and he takes the egg out every day and goes and sells the egg so he can buy other food for his family. One day he goes out and he finds a golden egg. He's thrilled. So he takes that and, you know, becomes fabulously rich. The next day he goes out and finds another one and the next day another one. After a while, though, he becomes really impatient and greedy and he wants all the golden eggs at once. So he grabs the goose opens it up and tries to get all the eggs at once. Of course, he kills the goose that laid the golden egg. 
everybody says, oh, it's dumb, dumb farmer. Why didn't he just feed the goose, right? Mm -hmm. But the truth is, in our lives, especially for us entrepreneurs, we are both the goose, but we are also the farmer. Mm-hmm. We are the ones that are in charge of how hard we push the goose, which is us as well, how hard and what we demand of ourselves. And it is smart for us to also feed the goose because we don't want to get everything all at once. Or, well, I mean, we do, but it doesn't work. <laughs> no, no <laughs> right? it doesn't. Longevity counts too. So we can't kill our goose or kill ourselves to get the next thing and then not be able to survive going forward. And I think what's even more important is that, well, Stephen, Stephen Covey has this quote. He said, most people spend their whole lives trying to climb the ladder of success, only to reach the top, and then they realize that it's been leaning against the wrong wall the whole time. Wow. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. That's a thing, right? Yeah. So we don't, we don't want to do all this work and then end up losing our health or our families or our relationships or you know, or even just the joy of having accomplished something. So, you know, definitely feed the goose. Fabulous. This has been a wonderful conversation. I think there are some just really smart, sensible tips for business owners to step back and really look at what they're doing and make great proactive choices. Thank you so much for being on our show today. Oh, thank you. My pleasure, Lorraine. And again, if you are interested, I am going to suggest that you check out Dr. Gantz's website at askdrgantz.com. If you have enjoyed today's conversation, if you'd like to learn more about marketing and resources for business owners, be sure to check out our new digital library at digitaltoolboxin.com. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.